0: Germany, 377 medals. Norway, 329 medals. Russia, 314 medals. These are the countries at the summit of Winter Olympic success. This show is not about those countries. This show is about the little guys. The underdogs. The athletes with a pocket full of dreams and everything to prove. This is Medallica, colon minnows versus the world. Colon, cul-de-sac to correct. Good morning and welcome to Medallica colon minnows versus the world. Well, How are we, Rig? I'm um, fantastic, mate. It is opening ceremony. It's just happened last night. It was an absolute blast. Uh, I cannot say that it went off uh, flawlessly, but that's mostly due to the horrible taste in uniforms of most of the world. <laughs> <laughs> the Parade of Nations was ridiculous. It was. It, it is was... the world's worst fashion show. <laughs> oh, it sucks so much. We're going to get into that in a second. But first, we are into competition. It is day one of the 2018 Winter Olympics, and there is a shitload of stuff happening. Yep. Most importantly for us, Shiva Keshavan. Oh, yeah. What a man, what a man, what a man, what a man is a Shiva Kesha, Kesha van. van. Yep. That's a theme song. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fix that in post. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So Shiva is uh, an Indian lusier. Uh He is at his sixth Winter Olympics. Uh, and a quick read about uh, about Shiva. We've been, been chatting with him and turns out that he's basically the original bullet dodger. <laughs> so he has a lot in common with our polite. Uh, his first Winter Olympics, I think it was Nagano, uh, he rocked up. India didn't expect to send anyone to the winter olympics yeah they hadn't filled out any of the paperwork so he's rocked up to the olympic village and he's like hey i'm shiver i'm here for the olympics and they're like get the fuck out of here you homeless <laughs> bastard <laughs> he's effectively had to call up his his uh noc and go hey i'm at the olympic village uh they're telling me that i'm not allowed in and you guys haven't filled out the paperwork so they had to sort of Jump through a couple of hoops. <laughs> he, he he's literally outside calling his friend, who's the owner of the bar. <laughs> should oh, I just man. should I? I've told the security guard. Can you get me in or what? <laughs> so there's that. Uh, 2010, Vancouver. Um, his wife was on the way to uh, the track, and it was during a, a practice run. She got a call from someone that said, "There's been a death." on the loose track, oh. and it's someone who, uh, who sa- sounds a bit like Kumar, uh, and so she's like, my husband's dead. That's, oh. th- that's it. Turns out, uh, no, it was a Georgian slider called Noda Kumarichavili. Shit. But she lost her mind, was like, my husband, my son! <laughs> <laughs> uh, she just absolutely oh. lost it. Um, I feel bad laughing at this. I know. But, but uh, Shiva was the next on the track, so he right. was the next person down, they closed the track. I was about um, to say, he was next down the track, and they, what did they do? Did they just well, take uh, the body away? and No, then, they they closed the track. Um, good Lord. Uh, Sochi, 2014, yep. when he became an internet sensation after yep. <laughs> coming around a Bend hitting what appears to be a baby deer in the middle of the track, (laughs) getting thrown off his sled and somehow three-stooging his way back on. Just careening his way into Bambi and then found his way back on the sled. But they actually said that that's the first time they've seen someone actively chase down a sled on their bare ass. At 130 miles an hour. Unbelievable. Anyway, so Shiva is in action uh, tonight in the men's luge uh, we hope that it's actually the first of his two days of, of competition because um it's heats one and two today and then the medals three and four tomorrow night. Yep. So he's in action seven ten pm local time, which is nine ten p.m. if you're watching in Australia, or a different time if you're not in either of those places. <laughs> so I guess the one of the other feature athletes as well is is Peter Michael, who who we who he mentioned yes in yesterday's cast. Absolutely. We're actually gonna be having a chat with him today. That's gonna to be on tomorrow's cast. Yes. Uh where we are having a chat to him. Before his first event Which is tomorrow Which is Sunday Uh, Sunday Sunday, Arvo career time The men's 5000 metre Long track speed skating choice He is a great shot Yeah Uh, Other minnows in action Short track speed skating The men's 1500 It is an event Close to Australians hearts Because of one Mr. Stephen Bradbury The real miracle on ice Absolutely Who will be joining us On this show We can reveal it Oh yeah we've, We've secured him He uh, is a big fan of of what we're about, and we're a big fan of what he's about. And so he's coming on the show uh, for a couple of cameo appearances over the next couple of days. What a legend. Um, The men's 1500 heats and final are on today. There is two minnows in action. One from Israel, the man, the myth, Vladislav Birkanov. That's pretty good by you. Yep. Uh, The second is from Latvia, Roberto Pukitis. (laughs) You started so promisingly, and then you went Italian pronunciation of a Latvian name. Can't do a Latvian accent. Can't do any accents. (laughs) So they're running at 7.10pm local time, and also, Hungary has never won a gold medal at the Winter Olympics. More on that later. They're in the women's 3,000 metre relay in short track speed skating. Yep. There's only eight people, eight teams, fucking two heats of four. They wow. have a 1 in 8 shot. Shit yeah. Of getting that gold medal. Wow. I assume it's not a 1 in 8. They're long long under. Well, there's a 3 in 8 chance of getting a medal. That's still I mean, that's a well, I mean they have had medals at the Winter Games. Yeah, but we're, we're searching for gold for. We are for searching hungry. for gold hungry. And yeah. the final one is the slope style snowboarding uh which has, features Argentinian Matthias Schmidt and Kiwi so Argentinian and and Kiwi Carlos Garcia Knight. And I thought originally that I'd fuck those two up, and that they were from the opposite <laughs> the country. Opposite country. No, yeah. no. The Argentinian-sounding guy is the Kiwi, and the Kiwi-sounding guy is the Argentinian. Yeah, they're in the <laughs> men's slope style. That runs at 10 a.m. local time, which is eight minutes ago. <laughs> so, <laughs> hope so be on the lookout for that in the past. Fuck. Get in that fucking DeLorean. God damn it. All right. Gun it to 88. Sweet. So, opening ceremony. Wow. <laughs> I just <don't>... wow. <laughs> I and not wow what... as in, wow, what a fantastic opening ceremony. I mean, just like, wow,
1: my WTF. eyes,
0: dear God, my eyes. Who do I apply to to get those two hours of my life back? <laughs> <laughs> um, the opening ceremony of the Pyeongchang Olympics featured uh, the standard parade of nations that you expect at every Olympics. Yep. What we did was introduce a drinking game that, uh, while live tweeting, which involved if a delegation has 10 people or less, mm-hmm. uh, you or be- between 6 and 10 people, one sip. Yep. Between 5 and 2 people, three sips. Yep. One person, and you finish your beer and take a shot of soju. Yep. My... Fucking god, we did not prepare for these tiny delegations that were rolling through with Fuck. one to three people. We had we finished three point six liters of beer and four bottles of soju in about an hour and a half. Yeah, there were some choice quotes uh, as the the angrier and drunker I got, <laughs> such as San Marino, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> as they rolled through with one person, as they rolled through with one person, I'm like, come on. Yeah, there was there was. I remember there being a stretch of about five in a row that had (laughs) like seven or less. Oh yeah, and And had a couple of ones within about three minutes. Yeah. Um. So there were people all over the world playing this. Um. We were getting we were getting some messages back. This is from my mate who's flying to America today who was playing it with his wife. All I know is I had 3 bottles of wine and 4 shots of berry vodka which is as close to soju as we could imagine and now Laura's passed out on my last sex night for 2 weeks while I clean up a broken glass next to her so oh. thanks you fucking idiot. <laughs> that is that glorious. Is, that is an aggressive tweet from one DC. <laughs> yeah, I I am I was buckled. I <laughs> I I I I'd, 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 I'd had enough. The only thing that kept me going was, ironically, the Olympic spirit. (laughs) Faster, higher, stronger. Okay, so let's talk about uniforms. The thing that really stood out to us was (sighs) the... A dead set wholesaling of fluoro green that seems, <laughs> seemed to be prominent in countries uniforms that have no place having that color. It is ridiculous. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't understand why it looked like a lot of the nations had the, the, the more reputable suppliers. Adidas, Nike, Carbon, Fila, yep. stuff like that. And then I felt like half of the nations were sponsored by Bisley High Viz workwear. <laughs> I just could not believe the amount of fluoro green believe, out there. I believe what we said last night was Bulgaria and Bolivia, open quotation, let's drop a heap of acid and go uniform shopping. <laughs> yeah, And then Slovenia comes through and we're like, you have no business having slime green <laughs> as part they of look your like, uniform. They look like they've just fucking run out from the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards. <laughs> And they have no green on their flag. None. The Slovenian flag, for those people who don't know, is primarily red, white, and blue. Yeah, it was a very, very strange choice. Not as strange a choice as Bermuda, who missed the memo that it was going to be minus 15 and came out in fucking Gosford's. They were in in Central Coast shorts. I don't get why Bermuda comes out every time, like we've forgotten that they're called Bermuda (laughs) shorts. And they walk out with this look in their face like, ah, ah, it's Bermudas! the shorts, ah, huh? Bermuda shorts, get it? It's minus eight degrees. Oh, well, that didn't, that was not the most surprising thing No, that it was not. Our boy. Our boy. Peter Torfidafua yeah, from Tonga. You will remember him as the Rio oiled up Tongan guy from Rio uh, opening ceremony, the flag bearer. Yep. Guess what he reprised? That fucking role. He played his hits. He yes. came out lathered up in baby oil, <laughs> ready to fucking throw down. Oh, that was it. It's just baby oil and diamond cutter and central. D- <laughs> oh, my God. He, he was looking the goods. Rig out. And he is here for a good time, not a long time, I feel. Oh, he was just going hard in the paint. He was wearing sandals. He was wearing a fucking sarong <laughs> and nothing else. And he went viral. I mean, it was always going to because uh, that is that is a seriously impressive effort um, for yeah. young Peter. But at the same time, the only thing that I heard on the Channel 7 commentary that made any sense to me last night... Was Hamish McLaughlin saying he's now going to have to do that at every Olympics for the rest of time? It's become his thing. And you know what, Ham? I kind of agree with you. It's now it's now going to be a massive issue if this if this Olympics scenario gets any fucking colder. Yeah. So we end up in anything colder than minus eight. I don't think he'll live. No. So I think I think no. his mortality rate is going to go through the roof. He's all right. Let's let's talk about the Olympic athletes from Russia. So oh, they've mate. come in here, looking like they've walked straight out of 1984 <laughs> with their fucking dystopian novel Get up. Yeah. It is just, just gray. gray. <laughs> it's the color of gruel, and they're just they're just walking out in gray and white. And they're not allowed, because they're not allowed to fly their flag. No. They're not allowed to, to say Russia. Say anything. They, 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 they can't have the Russian they flag. They weren't even allowed a flag bearer. No. They had to send just some Korean woman who looked pissed. Yeah, she was mortified. She looked pissed. And she was just carrying this like Olympic ring flag. Yep. Yeah. yeah she, that, she wanted nothing to do with that. It looked like she'd been forced to do it. The uh, That was then followed up directly by the Chinese who came out dressed as uh, anti-doping lab technicians in a huge middle finger <laughs> to the Russians, <laughs> followed them out straight away dressed in lab coats. Um, it's, it's, it's quite amazing how, I mean, yeah, like I was saying before, a lot of people are getting from the regular suppliers, the big sports brands, as you'd expect. The U.S. The U.S. went on a, on a different tangent. They decided to go with more designer wear, Ralph Lauren. Did, did they? Ra- well, Ralph, did they, though? That- Ra- Ralph Lauren. Yeah. Uh, they decided... Reputable brand. Reputable brand. Uh, not known for sports clothing, really, to be fair. And the US walks out, jacket, blue. Great. Pants, red, fantastic. Good. Good theme. What the living fuck, are on their hands. <laughs> fucking, welding gloves! Fucking welding gloves. They're like cowboy gloves with tassels coming off it. They made no sense. They looked like they were about to start handling uranium rods. <laughs> <laughs> it actually looked ridiculous. I was waiting to see the finger guns come out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they yep. just looked ridiculous. Speaking of superpowers, Korea. Yes. Everybody else just had the standard sort of... Uh, mid-2000s Korean pop trance as, uh, as they were entering. <laughs> Korea entered to their own WWE-style Terminator Redux anthem, <laughs> which sounded like if Hillsong and Journey fucked and had a love child. <laughs> it was uplifting major chords and screaming guitar. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the, the electric guitar solo was just... Immense and went on for the entirety <laughs> of the five minutes that they were marching out there. Yeah, it, it did remind me of one of the talks that you get in high school where it's just a creed slash nickelback song while a guy talks about how he lost his legs but still went on to become a, a major functioning member of society. <laughs> now, <laughs> can now, you take me now, now, <laughs> Uh, and now look I I don't like to to broadly generalize to tra- fuck no, that's their to- entire personality <laughs> I don't like to throw shit on minnows but Jamaica oh. obviously <laughs> oh, 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 half mate. the half of the six blokes went online shopping <laughs> at a different time had completely different pants. Yeah, this is a What's the like what- <laughs> It's a throwback to your whole bridal party you live on different parts of the world. Yeah. So you just send them a pastel and say try and make it match. Yeah, exactly. This is what I'm going for. And it's just a fucking swatch from Julux <laughs> So they they've got no they've got no chance. But I mean look. Uh, 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 are we? D- uh, what do you reckon about the uniforms? You done on uniforms? Yeah, i th- I think we. I think we are. We gave um. We gave Peter Tofutafua at uh, the number one gong um for Shit, uniforms. Shit, yeah. uh, Bermuda were a uh, were a close second. Oh, and yeah. number three, the French, Colombia. Oh yeah. Oh, Colombia, Colombia, looked the fucking goods with the with the uh, rarely seen poncho and fedora combination, <laughs> which someone has tweeted at us this morning. It's called a ruiner, and it's very common. I'm like, well, you know what? I could tell you that a fucking bone is very common, but you've never seen that shit before. <laughs> Mate, they looked amazing. They looked incredible. Do you know the only thing they were missing? What? The fucking American cowboy tassel yes! ones. Yes! <laughs> fucking robbed. The Yanks just rolled through in the middle of the night and dead-set thieve the gloves off the Colombians. <laughs> that's not the first time that I've heard America thieving stuff from Colombia, <laughs> and it definitely won't be the last. But that's going to be the end of the uniforms. Absolutely. Because that was not the end of the opening ceremony. Not even close. Not even close. Uh, it rolled through from there to the official opening. Uh, Thomas Bach, uh, the head of the IOC, jumped on the mic and... We talk- Jumped on the mic like he's a fucking rapper. Yeah. In the back with his hoodie on like Eminem in 8 Mile. He just dropped a couple of verses on Korea. <laughs> so uh, he effectively was uh, long odds um, to throw down a drugs are bad speech at Russia. That's exactly what he did. Yeah. He's fucking looked him in the eye and given them the don't make me fucking come down there, you pack of cheats. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is awesome, but at the same time, as uh, as the lead-in was was happening uh, from uh, the head of the Korean Olympic Committee, Hamish McLaughlin was acting like he was actively <laughs> translating Korean <laughs> rather than reading off a predetermined script. I love that the way that he was delivering it, it was like now he's talking about the and there's like gaps as if he's actually he's doing it in translator. his head, and he's like and he's uh talking about. Olympic spirit now—it's like, mate, you cannot speak Korean. <laughs> you not even close. Drop the facade. Yeah, no, absolutely. But so, wh- I mean, th- this is where stuff started going a bit south. <laughs> yeah, very south. And it was just like, uh, all right. So the the, the cultural montage—you've gone from live show to inexplicably a pre-recorded <laughs> segment. <laughs> <laughs> what was with those kids? Oh, the child actors' budget was much higher than the fireworks budget. (laughs) They had kid actors fucking everywhere. Yeah, but what? So this pre-rec segment, if you haven't watched the the opening ceremony, just go uh, about an hour and three quarters in. It's a pre-record where five children get given magic ice shivs <laughs> for no apparent <about-right laughs> reason, which give them the powers to grow up to be functioning members of society. <laughs> like an acid tripping Power Rangers episode. <laughs> Oh, but that, you, you see their lives uh, go out before them. One becomes like an architect. Yeah. One, becomes, one grows up to become a doctor. Yeah. Another grows up to be an underpaid town planner. And obviously one grows up to become a career criminal. Yeah. <laughs> You've given him an ice shiv at age six. <laughs> what did you expect? Yeah. They can't all be winners. <laughs> no, not even close. So that I then feeds into uh, a very, very strange montage about careers. Uh, Uh, dominant and strong IT industry. That was probably one of the more confusing things I've ever seen at any sort of ceremony, like not even Olympics. Just in terms of events, a voice comes around the (laughs) stadium being like, here is an interpretive dance symbolizing the strength of the Korean IT industry. I was like, what? (laughs) What? What the fuck? Well, to be, me- it was so weird. People were dancing with door frames. What? <laughs> it, it looked like people actually doing a a version of the Carlton big ad, but about the female reproductive system. <laughs> it looked ridiculous. Yeah, it was. It was like if uh, Tron Legacy did an ad for Doors Plus. Yeah, doors, <laughs> doors, doors. So, doors. so uh, yeah, so th- that then uh, fed into the, the actual lighting, the cauldron, mm. which involved. Um, a North Korean and a South Korean Both holding the Olympic torch uh, At the bottom of a ski jump And you're looking at it going <laughs> The director has clearly gone Great, so just follow me here There's no bad ideas Except for this idea I'm about to tell you Run up this fucking ski ramp yeah. <laughs> Okay, so it's 2018 We're going to make them walk up 2018 <laughs> steps and, and they, they were buggered at the end. You could see it on their <laughs> it was faces. So cooked. And at the top of it <laughs> is this makeshift ice rink where this chick. Ice skates, figure skates, perilously close to the edge of a cliff, <laughs> while a fucking moonlander representing the cauldron is <laughs> in the background, gets the torch lit, and all of a sudden, a fucking dystopian fire centipede <laughs> emerges out of nowhere, which I assume is symbolizing that uh, Korea are a, uh, are a power not to be fucked with. Oh yeah, and look, I for one... Hail our new fire centipede overlords! That was fucking frightening. That'll keep people in line. Oh yeah, won't it? It's do it, your it, homework, <laughs> Jimmy. Otherwise, you're gonna make a visit to the fire centipede. The best part is that that was uh, that wasn't a Korean idea. That was just Thomas Bark. It's his fiery middle finger <laughs> to Russia. <laughs> right. So I mean that that was that was the the movements. Those were the the displays, the dances, which just went on for so long. <laughs> but we cannot leave a breakdown of the opening ceremony without talking about the commentary. Oh. Now, I just want to go on record here, and I think I speak for both of us when I say we don't have anything against the commentators Correct. themselves because it's a live show, it goes for 3 hours and they were and doing their best. They were doing their best with what they've been given. And they and that's it. It's with, with what they've been given. They've obviously got an intern that is underpaid and overworked <laughs> and he is or she is feeding them ridiculous facts about every country there's like a 100 countries and they've definitely phoned some of them in oh but still like even with a 100 countries I'm, I'm gonna say it if we had to do the research for these there is fucking no chance that one of our facts for armenia would be there's a lot of grand chess masters in <laughs> armenia what the <laughs> shit is that about or albania yeah Basil emper just goes One of the world's poorest countries. (laughs) One of the world's poorest. The only thing that was missing off the end of that was, so how the hell did they get here? (laughs) It was just bizarre, some of the stuff they were pointing out. They had had Switzerland. Oh, well, yeah, okay. Well, so Kazakhstan walks out, and we looked at each other, and we said, there is a Borat reference coming. Imminent. Three seconds later, best known as the country of origin of Borat. Are you telling me... (laughs) That a nation that has won Olympic medals, they do quite well in in the Winter Olympics. Yeah, they're a stan. And they get drilled down to... Their identity gets drilled down to an entirely fictional character. It was horse shit. That was ridiculous. And then we had Switzerland come out, <laughs> very, like, storied. Yeah. Olymp- Winter Deco- Olympic decor- nation. Decorated Winter Olympic Highly nation. decorated Winter Olympic nation. And just a two and a half minute fucking rant. Well, it's not even a rant, it's but a, it's... It's a puff piece. Yeah, it's a puff piece. It's like, it's a verbal shrine to Roger Federer. <laughs> Is yes, we get it, incredible member of the Swiss community. Absolutely. So the chance of him ever having won a fucking Grand Slam on ice. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe early in his career when methamphetamines were running high in the Swiss community, <laughs> but he has fucking nothing to do with the Winter Olympics. Nothing to do with the Winter Olympics, just ridiculous. But look, that's, that's fine. It those, is what those, it is. Those are the facts. They're, they're just reading from a piece of paper. Yeah, I completely get it. Yeah, absolutely. So but, th- the the cauldron's lit. We're off and racing. The cauldron's lit, and so are we. Fan- fantastic. Which means that it's time to dive into our new segment, Career Advisor, where we've been on the ground for twenty four hours. We've got a uh, a small tasting plate, a hot bowl of bib and yeah. uh, to bring you on Korean culture, of which we've experienced sweet fuck all. Yep, we, we did get out of the hotel room for a small portion of time <laughs> yesterday, because we were just working our dicks off, but we were walking around, we've had 1,000 stickers made of the <laughs> Rigastani flag, and then underneath that flag it says hashtag Rigistan, and we are just dead set taking it from a guerrilla marketing perspective. We are putting these things up everywhere and trying to give them out but we've run into a pretty significant hurdle. Yeah, that's that Uh, every time we try and give a sticker to a a Korean uh, member of the public on the street they look at us like we've asked if we can roast and consume their children. (laughs) They are people are crossing the fucking road to avoid us. Oh yeah, and and I understand they are like two white guys uh, dressed like they're about to climb Everest (laughs) because we it is fucking cold. It's really fucking cold, Um, and we've been. Compensating for that by wearing about fifteen layers, while the uh, Koreans are hardy as fuck and are just Fucking wearing a zero gloves, t-shirt and jeans, Nikes. Anyway, so uh, we found that the best way to get rid of uh, these stickers and make sure that they actually stayed with people was to target other people flying in in an old uh, Dutch switcheroo of. <laughs> You give me flyer, I give you flyer. Yeah. <laughs> the Uber five-star rating. We, we did it in a really densely compact area of Myeongdong near our hotel, and the, the guy who we did the flyer exchange with, the first guy we did it with, looked positively baffled. Yeah. It was like he just realized that this is really fucking annoying. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He's, he's been bringing nothing but despair to people as a flyer. It literally just went <laughs> in his mind. <laughs> it was like, exploded. wow, just mind-blown. Oh, the other part the other big thing yeah for us since we since we got here was the ATMs here are something else what the fuck built they- like a fucking <laughs> 1970s IBM computer these things <laughs> they are just formidable called, as shit they should just be called foreigner hand trap it's just ridiculous you go in there you press the english button Nothing goes into English. Getting, getting zilch. It is just all Korean. In fact, when you press the English button, you get more Korean. Yeah, you get more <laughs> Korean. Have to, having to find the English words like a game of fucked up financial, where's Wally? <laughs> and you you eventually get, get your money out in the form of a death shoot. It's just... It, a, 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 you, it's you must, really it, deep as we, well. We it's, about it, yeah. a fucking, it's about... Thirty centimeters deep. So there's a thirty centimeter kind of drop. It's like a safety deposit box with a ridiculous metallic door that slides back and shows you your money. You have to actively put your hand in this thing. So much trust. And our, our videographer slash person who's ultimately going to kill us, Michael, <laughs> he tried to he tried to get money out of the hotel yesterday and did it like he was about to feed a fucking tiger. He was so hesitant to get that money. But I understand, and if you saw it, you would fucking understand too. Those things are frightening. I completely get it. It's like every ATM provider in Korea sits around and goes, great, how can we make this as much like pulling money out of a volcano as possible? Yeah. <laughs> Just the fear stakes are running really high. So, uh, yeah, that's the end of career advisors for, for this app, which means Donut Spotlight. What country is yet to win an Olympic medal? Rig is bringing it to us today. What do you got? Right, mate. I've got Hungary. Now, I've got Hungary. I assume they had won a medal. It, I mean, look, they have won medals, but they haven't won a gold medal. Perfect. Still technically a minnow. Yep, they're go. Right? Hungary is one of those countries where you look at it and you're just like, okay, it's Eastern Europe. It's Cold covered in snow and yep. mountains. Totally. Not the case. It is a dead set pancake in the <laughs> middle of the Eastern <laughs> Bloc, flat as fuck, does not snow at all. So it acts. It's it's actually quite understandable that they haven't that they haven't won. Well, they, many they've, winter they've medals, won a bunch of summer Olympic medals. Like they, they do quite well at the summer Olympics. Yeah, they they, they do like Greco-Roman West wrestling and, yep. and all that sort of shit. And they, look, they're pretty good at summer Olympics, right? Yep. Water polo, obviously. Yep. Remember the, the oh, blood in the blood in the pool in '56. So look, I mean, summer Olympics they're fine. Winter Olympics they're garbage. Yeah. And so, why is that? I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna give you a, a bit of a story about the the closest they've ever come, okay, to to a gold medal. It was in it was in 1980 in 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 Moscow, Moscow. uh, yeah. in in the Soviet Union, which which it still was at the time. Mm-hmm. For a bit of context, Hungary, as you well know, um, and I'm sure a lot of our audience knows, Hungary used to be behind Part the, iron, the iron Curtain uh, in the USSR. Uh, they formed, they got their independence, um, but obviously, still a lot of lot of real bad blood. So. We have this this pair of ice dancers, figure skaters, uh, Christina Rogorski and András Salay, and so just rolls off the tongue, mate. I've nailed that, just and fucking you arsehole. fucking know it too. Get out. So these two, towards the end of the '70s, heading into the 1980 Olympics, they are doing real well. Sure. So I'm talking like, you know, seconds, thirds, and stuff like that. But they're always in the mix with this uh, with this Soviet dance couple. Of course they are. Yeah. This, of course. What would this narrative be without? horribly bloody competition between Russia and and Hungary. And and Hungary, exactly. So, I mean, but these guys are world-class, this Hungarian uh, couple, right? They go into Moscow, 1980. Yep. And they fucking kill it, right? Like, So they've gone into the den of the beast. Sure. And every, like, I'm talking standing ovations, I'm talking... Roses being thrown onto the ice after they nail this routine. Yeah, they've Everyone, everyone's it. like, "Yep, they've got the gold." We know where this is going. Yeah, pack her up, boys. Except they don't win the gold. Uh, this is uh, I'm get, hang, hang on, subjective. This is Moscow in 1980. <laughs> Who wins the gold medal? Uh, it's, Soviet, you know, it's, Union. It's Soviet Union. Soviet Union. They win it by That is fucking disgraceful, mate. It gets worse from a disgraceful point of view. They won by zero point nine six of a point. Oh, why? It I mean, if you go online and you when I when I did my research on this, it is on forums for people who are fucking apeshit about winter Olympic sports. <laughs> yeah. And these people are just talking about it like it is the greatest robbery of all time. Because it fucking is. That is brutal. Horrible. And it's like a, I, mate, I, it makes complete sense why the US fucking boycotted that Olympics because if they, they went wouldn't they wouldn't have, have won fucking nothing. won anything. Yeah. USA zero medals. <laughs> it was I, fucking I, ridiculous. Fucking absolute uh bones to pick with every sport that doesn't have a clear-cut winner. Anything yeah. with subjective judging that involves human corruption will yeah. corrupt. It Absolutely. fucking will. Especially, it's, it's, especially it's, 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 it's human error. Unbelievable. All right, well that's done at Spotlight, uh, which means that is the end of the day. That's that's the, it end, is the yeah. end of the day. But I, I feel we'd be remiss if we didn't tell people about what's currently out there. Uh, so, oh, guys, there's, there's a smorgasbord of eye uh, of eye porn for you. Absolutely. So we just dropped a video today, this morning, which is a which is about our nation, the People's Nation, the People's Republic, Republic of Rigasan. So. A lot of you, if you follow us on Instagram at Gus and Rig, or if you follow Medallica Minnows versus the World on Facebook, or you follow us Gus at Rig on Twitter, will have seen a bunch of stuff uh, p- pertaining to Rigistan. And you may not actually know the backstory. Our origin story is in this video. We've released it this morning. Make sure you head on to one of those channels where we've linked it uh, back to that video. It's how we actually created this country when the AOC fucking dicked us around by not giving us media accreditation. God, Uh, the deadline was November two thousand sixteen. Fuck you, AOC. So we created our own damn country. Make sure you check out that video and make sure to follow us on those channels because we're posting shit all the time from the ground here in Korea. Yep, it's. 78% gold. (laughs) So they can't all be winners. Jump jump on and enjoy the ride. That's all we got time for. We're gonna hit the slides. Thanks, guys.